Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. When your family has been saturated with encouragement, they will be able to withstand the abusive words that are sure to come at them in a sinful and evil world. Also, never put limits on any member of your family's aspirations, dreams, and visions. Never, never put limits or restrictions on any member of your family's aspirations, visions, and dreams. I want to be a doctor. You can't be that. They didn't want to be. Our children were free to be whatever they wanted to be. If they didn't want to be, it was because it was their choice. Whatever they wanted to be. We didn't tell them they couldn't do that. that you, you're not smart enough to do that. Or you haven't done that, anything like that before. I don't know anybody in the family that does that, so why are you going to do it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Let them dream. Let them have aspiration. Let, let them have vision. Let them have all those things. Be their staunch supporter and cheerleader and help them achieve their God-given destiny. Whatever they want to be. If they don't want to go to college, you going to college. Your mama went to college. Your daddy went to college. Look at all your sisters. They all summa cum laude. So you going to. Oh, no. He may decide to be a brick mason and make more money than all of them. Man. I mean, when that freeze came, you, don't, you can't get a plumber to your house, house hardly now. I mean, they just put you on hold and do a quick fix. Say, I'll be back because they got so many folk out there. I mean, plumbers are doing well. Well. College is not for everybody. Don't let them waste. As a matter of fact, if they know they don't want to go to college, why are you going to waste your money sending them when they're saying, I don't want to go? Come on. You got that kind of money? Oh, college is love when you can't make up your mind. They say, oh, take five years. Take seven years. Take ten. Take two more. They enjoy your money. My goodness, landscaping business? Oh, they make money. You, you think they don't? Get some landscaping done in your yard. <laughs> y'all laughing because some of y'all had some. Ouch. You also encourage your family when you celebrate life events. Celebrate everything. Everything. Celebrate everything. Uh, celebrate significant achievements. If they're making all F's and make a C, celebrate that C. Ooh, you made a C. Praise God. Ooh, that's the best looking C. We receive that in the name of Jesus. God Almighty, you made a C. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and just because a child started off slow does not necessarily mean they're going to end up slow. 
You, you work with them. Oh, I got stories about me. And if I tell you my story, you say, wow. You know, and some of y'all got stories too. You just don't want anybody to know it. I never, never forget me and one of my brothers. I'm not going to call his name. I'm looking at him now. We, we talked about our humbling beginning. I, and I looked at him. He said, well, that was my problem too. I said, you too? I said, how come you didn't tell me? He said, well, you didn't tell me. <laughs> When you start honestly getting transparent, you find out that other folk have the same problem and nobody's talking to anybody. You know, some, some, some children are late bloomers, but you keep saying you're going to be all right. God's got something special for you. And I can't wait to see what God does through you and to you and for you. You my child, but even more you God's child. I'm just going to wait on God. I love you, boy. I love you, daughter. And I'm going to wait until God works. Give them hope. Celebrate significant achievements. Let your family know how important they are to you and that they have worth. They have value. Encouragement builds up your family emotionally. Encouragement uh, gives your family, your children, your grandchildren, it builds up their self-esteem. Uh, their self-image. It builds up their self-confidence. Does all of that. The power of encouragement. And yet you know better, but you won't release it. Or you're slow to release it. Slow to release it. You, you think people look good, smell good, got money, got education, but, uh, but, but they need encouragement too. They could be on the brink of suicide and your word of encouragement could have been the very word that kept them from killing themselves, but they look good to you so you say nothing because of your own jealousy. You side them up and figure they, they don't need it. They look too dressed. The car's too nice. They're too degreed. Degreed folk commit suicide. We all need encouragement. Even a dog loves to be petted. He come under you. He's not going to run from you. You all around his ears. He just. <laughs> Tells us it's a wagon. Dogs like encouragement. Number eight. Mothers, you should use your influence to model godly character traits before your family. You should use your influence to model godly character traits before your family. Allow me to give you a few of these and we'll be done. What are some of the character traits you should model? A, using your influence for doing good and not evil. All of us have influence. Proverbs 31, 12 says, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. You have influence as a mother. You have influence as a father, a grandparent. You have influence as a church leader in this church. You have influence as a Sunday school teacher, as a counselor, a coordinator, me as a pastor. And I can use my influence to be a blessing to you or I can use my influence to to play games, to manipulate, and to gain favoritism and, and all kinds of stuff to make me look good. But you know something? I'm not stunting trying to promote me. I've gotten too old for that. 
Because when I try to do something for me and try to do eat something evil, get under you underhanded evil and all that, you know, uh, I lose. And I've been taught in my ministry to take the high road. Don't go low because everybody else is going low. You go high when folk go low. Take the high road. And don't worry about who gets the credit. Long as God is glorified. As a matter of fact, start asking yourself this question. I'm worried about my name didn't get called. It wasn't on the program. I wouldn't put here. I I didn't get this. I should have had this. Why was this? You ought to ask yourself. A hundred years from now, what difference will it make? Start asking yourself that question. And you know what? Then you'll start keeping the main thing, the main thing. Just say, you know what? I'm all bent out of shape about this little thing right here or whatever that is. But a hundred years from now, who cares? Only what you do for Christ will Last. Never do evil for evil. A godly trait, another mom is being trustworthy. Proverbs 31, 11a says, the heart of a husband safely trust her. A trustworthy mother is one who is loyal. She is faithful. His heart trusts her. She's dependable. She manages the household well. She manages the funds, the budget well. She's not wasteful. She can get a whole lot out of a little bit. Uh, 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 Another trait is, character trait, is she's a homemaker who is a hard worker and provides for her family. You know, she's a homemaker. She's a hard worker. She wants a clean house. She wants an organized house. It's not all torn up. You teach your children how to organize the house. Proverbs 31, 13 through 15 says she seeks wool and flax and willing and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night, sometimes four day in the morning, and provides food for her household. And a portion for her maidservants. A mother as a homemaker does whatever it takes to make sure her family needs are met by using her skills to bring in extra income. She is not lazy. A godly mother, she does not procrastinate. I get it next year, next month, next week. But she gets up early and she stays up late to ensure her home is in order and that everything gets done. Another godly trait of a, of a godly mother and a mother of influence is this. Her presence and influence in her home are priceless. Her presence and influence in her home are priceless. Proverbs 31.10b says, for her worth is far above rubies. You ever tried to buy some rubies? I'm not talking about this little fake stuff. When a virtuous mother is not around, the whole family feels the effects of her absence. A woman of influence, she is the glue that holds the family together. This is why she's so priceless. People shook up. Where's mama? Where's the meal? Folk can't cook. I don't smell nothing because mama not there. 
Some of you can't make tuna. I might be talking about me because my tuna don't ever come out that good. I don't know what's wrong with my tuna. It misses something. I I missed it that time. You ever fix something and threw it away? (laughs) I can't boil water. (laughs) This is why her value is priceless. Another character quality of a mom is she makes sure she and her family are neat and well-groomed. She makes sure that her family are neat and well-groomed. Proverbs 31, 21 through 22 says, she is not afraid of snow for her household. She gets out. You know, back in Louisiana, uh, when I, going back to the little boy and stuff, it, it's cold like that. They didn't have, they didn't have all this, like, this gas and stuff and all that. You had to go out there and cut the puck wood and put it in the fireplace. If you didn't cut the wood, you didn't get fire. Matter of fact, you cut the wood to put it in the stove even. And they put that big old thing on top and get hit. You know, you have to work to cook. Somebody know, anybody, if you know what I'm talking about, these young folk don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. I mean, you had to get out there and you, you didn't say it was cold outside or it's snow. You, hey, you had to get out there and do the work in the cold. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. That's royalty. A godly mother uses her influence by having dignity in how she dresses before her family and her own looking world. She makes sure that what she and her children wears does not send the wrong message to others. I mean, you look at the message you you have on the shirt. You, you, you look at it. You don't just put anything on there. Be careful. It's sending a message. You know, I. I still wear my Christian T-shirts, especially when I know I'm going to be out all day and doing a lot of honeydew things and moving around and uh, shopping for the house. And I put on a, I purposefully put on a Christian T-shirt. You ever see the comments, the stares, some resentful, some say, I love that shirt. Some say, Mara, nah, nah, nah. They're trying to pronounce it. What does that word mean? Strangely. I don't see Christian t-shirts. Where have they gone? Or do you have them, but you just won't wear them because you were too intimidated by society? Satan don't care about how he looks. What happened to the Christian t-shirts that send Christian messages? So she guards what our children wear. It has to be appropriate. You got this tattoo business going on and people tattoo. Listen, you got you got to watch what you put on your body. It hurts coming on. And it hurts coming off. And it don't come off easy. Look how quiet it's getting. Even in the Lord's church, I'm talking about the church now, men and women should be discreet, chaste, and modest in their dress. You shouldn't have a split coming all the way up where I'm just, you know, trying to preach. You interfering. Look how quiet it gets. If you got a split, I'm sorry. I didn't look at it. You know, I didn't know. You know. 
And, and that goes for men too. So men wear pants that are too tight and it becomes revealing too. You can be a distraction in the worship and folk come here to worship and they're, they're trying to say, holy, holy, holy. But when they look at you, they say, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Help me, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help. Lord, I need some help. No, keep me saying holy, holy, holy. That's right. Don't come with, stop having these dresses coming up so short. And then you started pulling, trying to pull. It ain't coming down anymore. You're just pulling. And it's not coming down anymore. It's not coming down. It's not coming down. You knew it was up there when you left the house. This is the Lord's house. See, we don't have old time messages like this anymore. Some of y'all, some of you Christians have been too modernized. We have to live the sanctified life. Here's another one. Another godly character trait. She possesses an inner beauty that far surpasses the outer beauty. She possesses an inner beauty that far surpasses the outer beauty. First Peter 3, 3 through 4 says, do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. When the inner beauty of Christ exudes from a godly mother, her influence will be attractive to others around her because of her grace, her godly character, her godly posture, and her gentleness and quiet spirit causes others to enjoy being around her. Now, there's nothing wrong with makeup. Did you hear what I said? There is nothing wrong with makeup. There's nothing wrong with eyelashes. There's nothing wrong with with looking nice. But the real beauty, did you hear what I said? The real beauty is the inner beauty. It surpasses the what? The outer beauty. The outer beauty. And this outer beauty is fading. It's not going to last. You think it's going to last? Look at yourself 20 years ago. And if you say, I look the same, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. You're just lying. You're lying. You don't look like you did. You don't, you don't look like you did. And just wait 20 years from now. You haven't seen nothing yet. He said, oh, no. <laughs> and you, all, you spend all this money to get face lips. And, and get up lifts and everything else pushed up and all these hips and all this stuff and all that stuff drops and then you end up you can give that money to the church and invest in the kingdom won't you invest in the kingdom it's about the kingdom it ain't about your hip and augmentation let me go a couple more and I'll be done mothers <laughs> You need wisdom from God to influence your family toward Christ-likeness. You need wisdom from God to influence your family toward Christ-likeness. James 1.5 says, now if any of you lack wisdom, uh, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, 
and it will be given to him. Mothers, it is important to ask God for wisdom, which will be a tremendous blessing to your family as the Lord empowers you to speak truth in love because of your wisdom. The Lord will help you not prejudge when you have wisdom from God. When you have wisdom from God, God will help you to guard against partiality when you have wisdom. He'll give you the wisdom not to be partial, and he'll give you wisdom not to be selfish. Also, when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you will minister to your family with your words. Your words will minister. Proverbs 31, 26a says, she opens her mouth with wisdom, not cuss words. Not because men, you don't cuss your wife out, wife, you don't cuss your husband, you don't cuss your children, and children shouldn't cuss their parents. That's terrible. Expand your vocabulary. Get a Webster dictionary. Learn a new word every day. It will deliver you from the four letters. Number 10, mothers do not allow anything or anyone to separate you from the Lord, your family, and his church. This is the last point. Do not allow anyone to separate you from the Lord, from your family, or from his church. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mothers refuse to allow this world system to shape you into its mold to redefine, re-educate your children, to indoctrinate your family to the culture, bring on this gender confusion and all this mess, to indoctrinate the morals and the spiritual education that you've inculcated into your children. You guard your children's spirituality. Mothers, The Lord will greatly use your influence if you are totally committed to Christ. The Lord will greatly use your influence if you are unwavering in your faith. The Lord will greatly use your influence as a mother if you are persevering in the Lord for your own soul's sake. You're persevering for the sake of your husband. You're persevering for the sake of your children. You're persevering for the sake of your grandchildren and your extended family as well. This will result in your family affirming you being a Proverbs 31, 28 mother, which says her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also And he praises her. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. And Father, we thank you for the message. We pray, Lord God, that you would um, help us to reflect, implement, apply, execute these principles from your word. Father, I pray that the word of God would fall on fertile hearts. 
that those who are here would say, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to hear truth, even when it's hard truth, even when it's cutting truth, truth that is spoken to the point that I'm willing to make adjustments and changes for the betterment of my family as a mother, as a father. Oh, God, we pray for worried mothers, for stressful mothers, for mothers who are in pain emotionally, for mothers who are in physical pain. We pray, Lord God, for mothers who are on the edge, for mothers who are in a bad place right now. Let them know that they can't be so bad off that you can't reach them and help them and give them relief which comes only through Jesus Christ. Father, their presence here today is no accident. You ordered their presence because you wanted them to hear this message because you want to take them from where they are to where they need to be in you. Father, break satanic strongholds, break oppression, break negativity, break break bad words, break self-talk, break, break selfishness in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that they discover their destinies, that you do a new thing with them, to them, through them, for them, to your glory. Father, there are mothers here with cancer. Father, there are mothers here with arthritis. Father, there are mothers here who are struggling to hear. Father, there are mothers here who struggles to walk. There are mothers here who are just tired and exasperated. Father, there are mothers here who have husbands that have relapsed back into drugs back into womanizing, back into their former way of life. Father, there are mothers here who are hurting for their child. They see their child drifting away and seem like they're slipping, oh God. They're non-responsive to the things of God. They, 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 they struggle to come to church. They, 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 everything that's spiritual is a struggle. I pray, God, that you would answer their prayer. That you would answer their prayer. That you would answer their prayer. And Father, there's a child here who's rebellious. There's a child here who gives word for word. There's a child here with bad attitude. There's a child here who, who rarely comes to church. Perhaps they're here because it's Mother's Day. I pray in the name of Jesus that you arrest them. That you change them. That you would transform them. That they say, Lord... I surrender today. Thank you for bringing me here against my own wishes. You gave me what I wasn't looking for. Oh God! Revive moms and dads. Break the spirit of rebellion. Thank you for compliant children. Thank you for compliant children. Thank you for compliant children. We love you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683.